Talk Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I-10 in Metairie. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, 4 to 6. 
and of course the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital partners, digital platforms to take the show with you anywhere. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web, and of course our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base, but folks, you can find the uh, podcast at your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And, of course, uh, we got a jam-packed show for you today. Looking forward to the next two hours. Um, we're going to have Christopher Dotson of Pelican Scoop join us at 435. The NBA draft is on Thursday night. Pels currently have the eighth pick in the first round. They have two second-round picks available to them as well. And uh, we'll get his take on what direction they're going to go. There's been some, at least some uh, articles that have been written over the last couple of days on, again, uh, rumors out there where the direction the Pels will go. We'll talk about that as we go forward on today's program. But Chris has been pretty been pl- pretty plugged in on what's going on with the Pels, especially the draft, Zion Williamson, et cetera. So uh, we have him at 435. Fletcher was supposed to join us yesterday, Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 uh, Sports. Uh, he will be with us today at 535. We will talk about the draft. We'll talk about the Saints. All that coming up with uh, Fletcher Mackle uh, at 535 uh, this afternoon. So uh, a lot to get into. Um, the uh, We'll talk about uh, the rumors about the Pelicans pick today. Uh, we'll get into the Deshaun Watson situation. Uh, where, again, there has been a settlement of 20 of 24 of the lawsuits. Uh, that came down today. We'll get into that. We'll give our thoughts on that. Um, the mayor had a press conference today, and I'm, I'm going to give her some credit here. Look, I'm on the mayor a lot, right? Okay? Um, I'm not happy about the way the way that she's governed over the last, what now, five years with, what, three years left in the um, uh, in her uh, in her term. But maybe she's starting to get the message. Uh, you know, again, these uh, cryptic... Um, uh, press releases are not enough. She sat before the media today, 45 minutes. Um, uh, now, we'll say again, she was a little bit long-winded, where, where again, that she didn't, uh, and, and maybe talked around a few of the subjects there, but she, again, I'll get into that and tell you what she had to say, including, again, her side of the story about the altercation in the women's bathroom over the weekend uh, at a Rob 49 uh, concert in the Fillmore at, um, at Harris Casino. Uh, and look, I can tell you right now, a lot's getting out. Right, I guess I've said it before. Big city, small town, can't keep a secret. Uh, there's so many people now that again that that, that uh, were there, that were uh, uh, near the situation, uh, or, or that that are coming forward with uh, again what they saw as well. But we'll get into that uh, a little bit later on in the program, and of course we'll talk some Saints as well as uh, as the program goes on. Uh, but I want to start with with the Pels today because. Um, with the impending draft coming up, uh, there's a lot of ways this this team can go. Um, now, again, the, the Pels have the eighth pick overall in the draft um, in, in the first round. They have two second-round picks. It was Christopher Dodson who wrote about this about two weeks ago that the, the Pels are considering, again, doing a draft and stash in Europe with their second-round picks. It makes sense. I've talked about it on the program for a while now. San Antonio's done it uh, in the past, and... You know they built championship teams out of that. When you got a roster that is that is full right now, and and, and I use the air quotes there, right? Uh, Fourteen uh, 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 players in the contract. Now, that, look, that can change. You can move players, and we'll talk about that as we go forward. But when you look at the situation right now, uh, you know what are the Pels looking to do? Uh, are they looking to add more young talent 
that's going to sit on the bench at maybe a cheaper price and, and again, work its way back into, in, into the roster. Look, they thought they were doing that last year, right, with Herb Jones and Trey Murphy and, and, and Alvarado. Nobody thought those three guys would be significant in terms of playing time and they have their contribution to this team, but they were. And they were huge contributors. So you never know. I mean, look, when you draft a kid, you're drafting a kid hoping they can help you immediately. Not that you can sit them on the bench for the next two years and, and let, let them learn. You're hoping, again, they can make an instant impact. I mean, that's and of course, last year, David Griffin and, 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 and Trajan Langdon, they, they hit gold with, with, again, from an undrafted free agent in Alvarado to a, a second-round pick like, Her, uh, like Herb Jones, who was, again, um, if you want to talk about Herb Jones' season and, and what he meant, to me, he was, the, he was the cog that moved the entire team. Um, he was the difference maker for this team. What he did on the defensive side lifted the entire, te- the entire team, the entire roster. Again, it was him in a lot of cases that I felt really set the tone defensively for this team and it made him a better defensive team. You're seeing a rookie go out there and do all the little things that he was doing, and I think it became contagious. And you saw it across the board. Then you bring on a guy like C.J. McCollum, a guy like Larry Nance, who, again, played really good defense, and things just got better. But this was a horrible defensive team last the year before. I mean, horrible. One of the worst in the NBA. It was hard to watch. And then, you know, you have the addition of him, and then, of course, Alvarado, what he's been able to do on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Trey Murphy took a little while to get going, right? Uh, but once he got his confidence after going down to the G League a couple times, uh, he's a knockdown shooter. And, look, we, we would expect him to be even better this year because he's had a year in the NBA. Supposedly he's still growing. And, uh, again, he knows what it, what it takes to be able to get your shot off against NBA-type players and the speed of the game. So that's something you learn on, on, on the job, right? So but I don't want to be in a situation where you start talking about the you talk, start talking about the uh, uh, the Pels, and, and you say to yourself, "Well, man, look, uh, uh, they they need to they need to uh, you know trade the pick, or they need to be in a situation where uh, ultimately they don't they don't they don't uh, they have somebody that they can sit on their bench, and and that 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 will come to um, to to them later on." I just I, look, you get the best player available, or you trade for the best player available that can help you now. The, the future is not is not promised to you. And again, you don't. I don't care if, if again you got a, a roster that that is overflowing with, with that you consider overflowing with talent. Let me tell you something: to win an NBA championship, you got to be deep, and you got to have quality players that again that that, that can give you something in, di- in different facets of the game, and and that's what they should be looking for right now. So again, eighth pick, and then two second round picks. We'll see if they'll do that stash, um, uh, uh, that drafted stash in, in Europe. I, again, I'm all for it, but it's interesting because ESPN is now reporting. Uh, that the Suns are looking to move into the top ten, and that they may have, uh, again, contacted the Pelicans. Uh, they're looking to, tra- to trade Cam Johnson, who is an up-and-coming player. Okay, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and the, Pe- the Pels are rumored to have interest. Now, look, first of all, he's a great prospect. There's, there's no doubt. Um, and could help the Pels immediately because he's been in the league for three years. Uh, but what the, what the Suns are trying to do is pretty much the same thing that the Pelicans are trying to do, right? I mean, they're looking to, to again, max out a player this, this year uh, in Zion Williamson. Well, that's exactly what the, the Suns are trying to do with, 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 with Aiden. So they're trying to clear some cap space, knowing that Cam Johnson's going to probably ask for about $20 million a year when, when his contract is up. And, and I'll get into that in a moment. So when you look at it, the Pels are going to be right up against the luxury tax threshold. 
when they max out Zion, when they ex- extend C.J. McCollum, which you expect they're going to do, and also Larry Nance. So the question is, again, can they afford a Cam Johnson at, at $20 million per? Well, well, yeah, they could. I mean, again, they can be worked around. The real question is, can they find a player at eight that, that is as good as Cam and have him under a rookie deal? That's That, to me, is the is is the... Uh, is what you really should be looking for if you're a true general manager. Okay, yes, he is a talent, but can you get someone as talented or, again, more talented at eight and have him on a rookie contract for the next four years? That's the big question there. And then, of course, get the, uh, with, with a fifth-year option uh, with, uh, with, with a possibility there. Now, look, there's another part of this. Um, can they trade with the Suns, even if it's a three-team tra- uh, three deal? or a multiple-team deal where it allows them to alleviate themselves of some contracts. For instance, Garrett Temple, Deontay Graham. Those are two contracts that, again, with players that don't seem to fit anymore. So if, between them, they make about $16 million a year uh, this season and beyond. Is that, a, is that what they're looking at in terms of, again, maybe, maybe shedding some salary, bringing in a player that you know that Cam Johnson will help immediately if ultimately that was, that was a, a trade that went down. But the Pels hold all the cards. Look, Johnson is an intriguing talent. Um, you know, he really is. Uh, but the Pels can, can trade for a more experienced veteran or, or maybe, again, move up or, again, move back in the draft. And, look, I've been saying this for, for a long time. This is the first time in, in, in so long that when you look at the Pelicans, again, they have options now because they are so talented. You know, I say it all over over and over again. This is not a one-man team anymore. This is a team with, again, a collection of some very good players, and you're about to get, again, a player that could be a generational player uh, on this roster again, on the floor again, when it, when it comes to Zion Williamson. If Zion is healthy, we know what he is. We've seen it. Now, again, yes, he has to expand his game. But the guy was 27-7 and seven in the one year he was healthy. Give him a mid-range. He'll be unstoppable. I mean, you're bringing that to the table here. So we'll see. Uh, when you look at Cam Johnson's contract, there's a rookie extension eligible, 25% of the cap max, five years, $186 million. Uh, that, that, that could be this year if they'd like. If not, if there's a trade, he makes $5.8 million this year. And then as a qualifying offer in 23-24 for about $8 million. And then he's a restricted free agent also in 2023-2024. So you'd have about a year or two to be able to figure it out. Uh, how's the, what's the fit going to be? I mean, look, he's a, he's a player that has a tremendous amount of upside. And he's, he's played pretty well, you know, so far, you know, just as, as a pro. I mean, in his three NBA seasons... Um, he's averaged 8.8, 9.6, and then 12.5 last year, getting better each and every year. Um, he played in 57 games in his first year, 60 games in his second year, 66 games last year. Uh, he started nine games in his first season, 11 games in the second season, 16 games last year. And, of course, again, he averaged about 24, between 22, 22 minutes in his first year, 24 minutes in his second year, 26 minutes in his third year in the league. So there's a, there is a room for growth for, for a Cam Johnson if, he, if ultimately he's the guy you're looking for. Uh, but, again, I think the Pelicans are going to have a lot of options here. And, and, you know, if you're David Griffin and you're looking at, the, again, the, the landscape of this, 
man, you're, you're holding off to the last second, in my opinion. You're not trying to make this deal early unless it's a deal, unless it's one of those offers you can't refuse, right? That you know it's going to help the club. But, again, the one thing that we know about, um, about Gail Benson and, and what she's had to say uh, about, again, the luxury tax threshold, if Griffin can get them close, okay, to, to again, where it looks like they're going to win a championship, she's going to be willing to open up that checkbook and, and to, uh, again, pay, pay the, uh, the luxury tax, which, again, is, looks not sustainable for a small market team uh, unless you're willing to be able to lose money. It's just the way it is, okay? Uh, when you look at the arena right now, it's, it's not one of the top arenas in, in, the, in, in the NBA. As a matter of fact, it's one of the older arenas. It doesn't have the amenities that other arenas have that, again, can go back into the owner's pocket in, ter- in terms of, 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 again, ticket sales, uh, you know, uh, uh, suite sales, et cetera. I don't know if the market can, can, can bear that in New Orleans when you start trying to get into upper echelon money to be able to go see a Pelicans game, although we know that a lot of those seats, especially in the lower bowl, are, are picked up and, 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 uh, and paid for by corporations. And a lot of those are, again, uh, the partners of, of the Pelicans. Uh, so we see, you know, we see that part of it. Uh, but, again, when you look at the money derived from, from ticket sales and, 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 um, and, and you know, what's coming out of that arena, you, you can't compare it to some of the other a more modern, more modern arenas. Which is one of the reasons why Dennis Lauschi was talking about the possibility of trying to build another arena soon. Now, look, I've said before, when you look at the, again the state of the state right now, the state of the city right now, when you look at again uh, really two years without a hotel motel tax uh, because of again the restrictions for COVID-19 that was put placed uh, on on the on the state by by the governor, then really again um, you know maybe over the top by, by in my opinion by by the mayor. You don't have a, a big pool of money like you've had in the past to be able to go dip into. I mean, that's got that fund's got to be rebuilt up. So it'll be interesting to see again, ultimately, again how this how this plays out. So, look, a new a new arena would be fantastic. Where you're going to put it is is interesting to me. I've always said, you know, uh, you know, you know, in the dome, uh, you know, for 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 a season or two, and then you know, build build on, on that particular uh, footprint. There are some that that believe that. You need to move away from that footprint. Maybe, again, a riverfront-type uh, uh, situation. Or, again, there's been some other sites that have been mentioned. Anything that's going to happen, Mrs. Benson's going to have to, again, put up most of the money. There's no doubt about that. So wh- what does that bring us back full circle? It tells us that whether it's going to be a brand-new arena or we're going to they're going to stay in, in, in the Smoothie King Center for a while and, and, and while they're approaching this, quote-unquote, championship status, she's going to lose money. Okay, she is not going to turn a profit with this team. Okay, if that's the case, okay, because it's just not enough money. It is what it is, and especially with a small market. Remember, small markets are all markets are able to keep their their local television revenue, but she's not going to touch the type of television revenue that you get in New York or Los Angeles. It's not even close. Look, they got issues right now in Bally, with Bally right now in the city, and uh, with with especially those who have cut the cord with the ability to be able to see the games on a night-in, night-out basis. And that's, again, they're supposedly in some type of negotiations with Bally's. The contract is up right now. Whoever's going to be able to carry this, you know, one of the things that they want to be able to make sure is that they're catching all fans. You know, for, for the longest time during the Shin era, you couldn't see the Pels on the North Shore, right? Now it's a situation where, you know, Bally's wasn't, uh, wasn't, uh, well, it wasn't uh, available uh, for, 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 some, for, for a large majority of people, uh, again, that, that had cut the cord. So they're going to have to figure that out going forward.
But but the bottom line is, look, this is unlike the Saints, where there's profit sharing within the NFL, and every single team is 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 cutting a share of the TV money. Um, obviously, the money that you make within the stadium with with uh, concessions, uh, you know, the the stadium itself, uh, signage, etc. That that goes to the clubs. That's not shareable revenue there. Uh, but again, we've seen the NFL model uh, get, get to the point where, especially now, we have the parity that that Roselle envisioned, but also guys that are on again, guys, ladies and gentlemen, that teams that are on an even playing field financially in a lot of cases. You know, we, we've heard Jeff Duncan, who joins me on the award-winning Inside of All Sports this week, is, is going to talk about this because he's mentioned it over and over again. Then again, the deal with the state has really allowed the Saints in a lot of cases, to be able to, uh, to play with the big boys in terms of big markets because the amount of money that, again, that, 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 uh, that the, 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 clubs, the club is getting, uh, whether that be through rent at, at, at the Benson Tower, uh, you know, not no more direct checks, uh, but, again, the, uh, you know, the, the, the funding they're getting from the state it has allowed them to be able to be able to operate uh, like a big market club. You don't see that in the NBA. The NBA is the have and have nots. Okay, again, they, they don't have the model uh, of the NFL where uh, a, a New Orleans Saints team can, can compete with a big market, no, no matter what that big market is, because there is a the, the profit sharing within the NFL. You don't get that in the NBA, so you're going to have the have and have nots. The good news is again, it looks like the era of super teams are over, and it looks like again you have to build your team like this team is doing through the draft, which means that if you have an owner who has deep pockets, much like Miss Benson does, because she said before she can't take it with her, right? All that money's going to go into a charitable organization eventually when the teams are sold, and it's going to, again, uplift this city for the next two, for the next maybe 100, 100 to 200 years. You know, we've talked about this on this show before. When you look at the type of money that Mrs. Benson's going to donate to the city after she passes, okay, that, that this is something that is going to be the largest gift in, in maybe in the history of the city uh, and maybe one of the largest gifts in the history of, of again, uh, the United States in terms of gifts to a city. It's going to lift all boats. There's no doubt about it. So if you can't take it with you, and it's going to be donated anyway, and, and again, you're, you're, you're looking to do what? Ultimately, again, win championships. But Mrs. Benson, again, she's already said she'll do it. She's willing to do it. And I believe her. I will believe her. But you've got to get to that point. And when you look at right now where they are, with Zion's contract coming up, Max deal there, C.J. McCollum probably again within the next year getting an extension, even again as he is, is reaches his mid 30s. Um, you got a situation now with Larry Nance who's only got who's only got two years left on his deal. You'd probably want to extend him as well, and then of course who knows who may be dangled out there in terms of free agency that wants to come to New Orleans once there's a winning program that has proven they can be one of the top one of the top teams in the West and maybe again vie for a championship or, again, moves that you make on, on drafty or trades. So when you look at the, at the luxury tax threshold, threshold right now, it's, I don't think it's something she's going to do now, but I think that if, you're, if you are David Griffin, you're looking at two, three, four years down the line on, again, where is our salary cap? And, and you know, what, what, how are we going to do, how are we going to be able to move forward um, if ultimately we're not in the position where we need to win a championship? But if you are, we already know that promise has been made. So I think it's interesting times for the Pels because they have moved so quickly in, in terms of, again, building a, a team that is a bona fide contender now. 
and 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 and, and a team that in a lot of cases uh, is still a young team, but you have some big contracts on this team. I mean, you know, thirty million for McCollum, twenty nine million for Ingram. Uh, you know, again, the the the, the max deal that's coming up for. Um, for Zion, Valanciunas is making $14 million. That's why, to me, Devontae Graham is expendable. At $11 million, he's, not making, the, he's making more money than, again, that, that, than he's worth to this franchise at this point. So we'll see how this kind of plays out. But I think it's interesting times because you're looking at a, t- a team that has already uh, – an ownership that's already said they're looking to win a championship. First time again. Look, other, things, other times it's been lip service because it's been horrible ownership. But for the first time since an NBA team has been here – there's an opportunity to, win, to, to really win a championship with an owner that's willing to put up the money to do it. And then on the, on the flip side, you're, you, you can see the progress with, with, within the roster that makes you feel really good about that prospect happening. In an NBA where, again, it is a league of the have and have-nots. So better days are ahead, and the Pels are in the catbird seat come Thursday night with the eighth overall pick, which, again, came from what? The Anthony Davis deal, which is, again, the deal that keeps paying dividends for this team. And look, folks, they haven't even touched the Drew Holiday uh, uh, trade yet. I mean, when you look at this team going forward, one thing David Griffin has done is there is a litany of picks that will be coming down the line here that can be utilized to be able to, again, continue to, to add young players to this team or, again, be able to utilize that to be able to bring in veterans to augment what you already have. So the Pels are in fantastic shape right now. And, and, and that, that needs to be the, the theme of this thing going into this, uh, into this draft. You don't have to rush into anything. You can wait because you have an opportunity to be able to get the best available player at eight or, again, the best available player on the market for that eighth pick. So we'll see how that plays out. All right. Uh, we'll talk about Deshaun Watson. And, and I'll, I'll go, I'm not, look, I'm not going to get real deep into the mayor's press conference today, but I'm, I'm happy she had one. Okay, it's about time again that she she faces the New Orleans media and, and, and again she talks to them about what's going on uh, with, within within the city. So we'll touch on that in the second hour as well. Coming up next is going to be uh, uh, Christopher Dotson of uh, Pelican Scoop. We'll get his take on what's going to happen on Thursday. What may happen with the draft picks? Is there a, is there a trade brewing? Uh, all that coming up, and then again Fletcher Mack will join us at five thirty-five. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, and look, uh, I saw last night on the news something that blew my mind, uh, that energy was actually considering doing blackouts, rolling blackouts. Again, and this is the hottest two weeks of the year right now, over the next two weeks in Orleans Parish. And, of course, uh, they've, they have uh, since relented, and they're not going to do that now. But, uh, again, it made me think, you if you own a home or a business in, in the metropolitan area, you need a generator. There's no other way around it unless you want to be a go with hours without, without power, maybe, in, again, in the heat of the summer or, again, especially in the aftermath of a storm. And we know around here it doesn't have to be a storm. It can be anything that, again, that can knock the power out. So, again, if, again, if you've got a business and you've got to keep that business running, you need a generator. If you, 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 you own a home now, it's almost a prerequisite to owning a home in this, in, in this metropolitan area. Good news is Burkhardt are the experts. Generator sales and service are their business. 
Uh, Jason Burkhardt is in charge of the division. He'll come out, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, and then, of course, put you on the calendar for a single-day install after you guys come to an agreement. You can finance it over time with low monthly notes. The new install quality check is something they do for their uh, customers with everything that they that they um, uh, that they install. And then, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service and a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. Generator Sales and Service, that's their business. It's Burkhardt, truly a company you can trust. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Dell Technologies and Windows 11 provide innovators with the tools to succeed. To do more with the Latitude laptop, Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. For advice and expertise, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Look out for an accident blocking the left lane on the 610 on the eastbound side at Elysian Fields. Look out for delays that's blocking two left lanes on 10 westbound at the west end. Also look out for an accident on the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway right at the St. Charles Carondelet exit. In the meantime, your delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the airport. And then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Also look out for delays on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to City Park. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. 
As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers sponsored by progressive insurance progressive can help you protect your home auto boat motorcycle atv rv and more and if something wasn't mentioned that you had in mind find out if it can be covered at progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE because it probably can be hi welcome back to inside new orleans eric asher with you until six o'clock don't forget about my friends at dave Miet insurance i've said it before right look I'm going to sing praise for Dave Miat because Dave has done a great job for us, me and my family. Um, yes, he's a sponsor. Uh, yes, we've become friends. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, uh, the service we got was second to none. And, look, there's a lot of people out there that are paying companies to be able to go out and, get, and, and to help them make sure the insurance companies pay them uh, for, you know, for, for the, the damages they received. Some have gone to throw their hands up and turn to an attorney. Um, I just followed Dave's instructions. Dave was with us every step of the way, uh, following those supplemental claims, continuing to go back. And eventually, it took some time, okay, but eventually we got a fair settlement from the insurance company. Uh, the service after the sale has been impeccable. From, from again, from before Ida to after Ida, uh, you know, working with us to get, get the best insurance policy uh, that will cover the needs, our, our, ne our needs for our home, et cetera. So if you're looking for a company uh, that is going to be hands-on, they can search over 50 companies to get you the best price for insurance. Okay? You need to think about Dave Miet Insurance. When I say call, uh, when you want to save, call Dave. I'm telling you, you want to save, call Dave. 504-556-0809. you got about 40,000 people right now that lost their insurance. And everybody's scrambling right now in terms of insurance agencies to try to be able to have those individuals covered before uh, hurricane season. If you're one of those 40,000, consider Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-M-C.com. Dave will do everything in his power to get you and your family insured, uh, again, by, by, by hurricane season with the best possible, um, uh, best possible coverage that he can get for the best possible price. And then, of course, it's the service after the sale that, again, sets Dave Miet Insurance apart from the others. Dave Miet Insurance, that's 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-M-C.com. You want to save? Call Dave. All right. We are back. Let's talk, talk some more Pels. I talked about it in the first, um, in, my, in my opening monologue, to, to, to a guy that's really on the inside, and I think he's done a great job with, with every publication that he's been involved in. He's now with Pelican Scoop. Uh, he's also got, got um, a, a podcast as well. Uh, joining us for the program right now is Christopher Dotson. He covers the Pels for Pelican Scoop. Chris, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great, Eric. Thanks for having me on. Always good. Um, look, everybody wants to know, eighth pick in the draft, 
which directions the Pels are going to go. The, uh, 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 was it Jonathan Giovanni uh, of ESPN put out an article this uh, within the last 24 hours saying that the uh, Phoenix Suns are interested in moving Cam off of Cam Johnson. They want to sign eight into a long-term deal, much like, again, a max deal like the Pels want to do with, um, with Zion, and that um, they may be looking to get into the top ten. The Pels may be that, that pick they're looking to be able to try to, um, uh, to wrestle away. Uh, the, the question is, again, is Cam Johnson worth the eighth pick? Uh, what can you get at the eighth pick? And is all the Pels interested? And I know, again, you've got some inside information on what's going on with the Pels. So let me ask there first. Do you think the Pels have an interest in Cam Johnson? I think they have an interest in Cam Johnson. I just don't think it's going to be worth the eighth pick because he's going to be wanting a new contract. If it was just Cam Johnson for the eighth pick and you got him on the same kind of deal or at least the same amount of years, it's definitely worth it. He's, he's better than every eighth pick the last 10 years. But when you look at what it's going to cost beyond that, I think that that's where the Pelicans either lose interest or more likely from what I'm hearing, they have to bring in a third team. If they want to get off of that eighth spot and bring somebody like that, it's not going to be a straightforward swap. It'll be a little bit more complicated, again, because of the contract and the extra cost to bring in a veteran like Cam Johnson. So what you're saying is something pretty similar to what I said. They've got uh, Devontae Graham, and they've got Garrett Temple. That's about $14 million between those guys over the next few years. So it would have to be a third team to come in, maybe alleviate some salary from the Pels because, again, he's in the last year of his deal, talking about Cam Johnson, making $5 million this year. But, it's it, again, the, the, the extension is, is they're saying somewhere around $20 million a year. So they're going to have to open up some cap space in order to do that, is what you're saying, if ultimately they decide to go in that direction. So a third right. team's going to have to get involved. Right, they definitely would have to clear the space. I don't think Cam Johnson will get the full twenty million. I'm looking more from what I'm hearing of fourteen to seventeen, depending on the market. Okay, uh, that that would make it a little easier, a little bit more palatable for the uh, Pelicans to to take that contract. But he'll be making two, three times more than this rookie, and he still might only be your seventh, eighth, ninth best player, depending mm-hmm. on how maybe a Larry Nance Jr. and then Zion coming back, and and paying that cost for for pay paying even more for somebody who's going to be sitting in a Devontae Graham spot, maybe not even playing in the playoffs. You, you can't put that money out there knowing how expensive this team's going to be going forward. That's the key. Isn't, it? isn't that the key? Because you are all going to sign Zion to a max contract. We'll get into that in a moment. Uh, C.J. McCollum probably going to get an extension, maybe Larry Dance as well. So, again, yes, it's going to get the costs are going to get are going to get very, very expensive when you look at this, uh, this particular um, uh, roster. All right, let's talk eighth pick for you, and then we'll get into, again, uh, where the salary cap may look. Where do you think they're leaning? What do you think they're looking at? In terms of players, who do you think is on their, on their short list? Well, I know they're extremely impressed with all the guys that are going to be possible eighth picks. I've heard that from multiple people within the team. They are impressed with those players. However, they do have a couple guys at the top of their list might be gone before the eighth pick. However, I would still put 90% of my money on them keeping that eighth pick, at least through the pick, and seeing how the rest of the draft unfolds. You don't want to trade back and then miss out on your second option at 12, maybe even 13, because you got a little too antsy. So I don't see the team making a huge trade before that pick comes up. They're going to wait until all the cards are down and they really see who's available there before they rush into something, say, tomorrow, and, and they go ahead and line that trade up. I don't think that's coming. I know they like Daniels. He might not fall. Matherin, Gene, those guys will probably be available. And everything I've heard from the team is they, 
they like pretty much everybody sitting in there. Maybe with Sharp canceling on his trip to New Orleans, it's it's soured them a bit on him, even though people are still saying he's he's really going to be wanted in New Orleans. I think that's more the Pelicans trying to get a bidding war up for that eight pick if Sharp or Murray falls that far. Um, when you look at at the, at the eighth pick itself, um, and you look at the Pels' need, is it about the player or the position? I honestly think it's more the role and how they want to approach it. You're going to have some guys that want their 36 minutes, and they're going to chase that rookie of the year. But if you bring in Osman Jing or Jeremy Sohan, they're really going to understand. They're, they're either going to be brought in for defense, in Sohan's case, Ding to just provide, uh, you know, some some instant instant offense. Sorry about that. And then some of the other guys you're going to have come in, and you're going to tell them your role is to try and take minutes from Kyra Lewis Jr., Jose Alvarado, Devontae Graham. That's where you get into the mixture of guards that the Pelicans have been linked to these last few weeks. Um, everything I've seen in terms of mock drafts, uh, again, you look at, uh, at Daniels, you look at Matherin, those guys are right there around eight, where you mentioned Ding a couple times. He's he's really kind of in the teens. So that would mean maybe a possible trade back if ultimately that was the type of player or that was the player they were looking for, right? Right, and if they're not going just strictly best player available and they're looking at team needs and the role is going forward, maybe you're going to look at somebody who will replace CJ in a couple of years or Giannis Valanciunas, Nance again, depending on who's traded. You'll have, again, Sharp canceled. Chet Paolo, Jabari Smith will be out. They're really hoping – and they might have to trade up a couple if Jay Ivey falls past four or five. Same for Keegan Murray. You got Dyson Daniels, Ben Mather in there. But then if you really want to get into it, if they want to go guard, you got A.J. Griffin. If you need somebody to replace Giannis, you've got Jalen Duran sitting there. And you would rather go ahead and lock that in at eight than take a, a scratch-off lottery ticket with a trade down. Why not just go ahead, if you're sitting in the Pelican shoes, just, just do what's best for your team. Don't worry about trying to get other people in the mix and make a marginal move one way or the other when you can just stick with this core, stick with the chemistry, and bring somebody in who's right for this team. Uh, Christopher Dotson of Pelican Scoop is with us. He'll let us know about some of the other, other things he's involved in as we finish up our conversation today. It's said that the Kings are, are one of the teams that may be willing to move out of the top four. Uh, if so, do you think the Pels will be uh, enticed to be able to try to move into the top four? And if so... Who, who would they be their target? I, from everything I'm hearing, the only reason they would move up again would be Keegan Murray or Jaden Ivey. If one of those guys falls. They, maybe even if the Kings stay at four and they take Sharp and they take a flyer on hoping he just is a home run, one of those extra guys in the, that range is going to fall the Pelicans. I think that's really what New Orleans is hoping for. They have a guy they really love. They know he's probably not going to be there at eight. They'll monitor it. But, again, they know that the cost and the assets to get there might be too much for this team, and they have to do what's best for the group and not just what's best for this draft on draft night. You've done a lot of research leading up to Thursday's draft. Who do you like? Who's the best fit for the Pels? Me? I, I'm kind of in with Schmidt. I like Ding if, if he's there and we're moving back. But I'm more – you got to take Duran if he's there. You, you're going to need someone, another big body with Giannis getting older. Nance getting older. He's already 28, 29. Zion, we're going to want to, you know, maybe not restrict his minutes, but give him some comfortable time to, to rest when we get in these blowout games. And he just he fits all the boxes. I would bring him in. I'd bring in the big body. He's one of the only big bodies there. After that, you got such a fall off to like a Mark Williams. 
that you might as well take him and let all those other guards figure it out because this team's not going to really need guards. We have shooting. We've got Trey Murphy. We've got Point Zion. We've got CJ for a few years. I really everybody's saying go shooting, and I'm 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 the opposite. I say go big man. Let's talk about Zion and and, and his contract. Um, you were at the drive Drive's YMCA a couple a couple weeks ago. Again, he said he wanted to be a pillar of the community. He talked again about uh, wanting to be here. Um, uh, David Griffin seems to have softened his stance in the Rasulo um, uh, podcast, where again he admitted that Zion was a max contract uh, a player, which again we all knew. Um, the biggest question is going to be again um, to be able to have uh, protections in the contract that protect the, the 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 club. Some say that's a good thing. Some say that's going to draw out the um, uh, the the negotiation. What do you think is going to happen when it comes to his contract? I honestly believe the team is dropping some of those clauses everybody wanted to throw in as a Joel and B comparison with his contract and all the injury clauses. The team's realizing that one, Zion's played twice as many games as Joel did at this point. He's also had some, you know, nagging injuries that kept him out, but there's only one that's a real issue. And the only way you could put a clause on that is maybe link it to weight, something like that. But Zion, again, he's a growing boy, that metatarsal on his foot. Some things just happened. He he got that knee knock against the San Antonio Spurs his first year. It, there's certain things you just cannot plan for. And to get in the good graces and keep this relationship going, they're going to have to look at those clauses and say they're, they're just so unlikely or so touch and go that we might as well just give you the faith, give you the contract, and hope you give us everything in return. And that, mm-hmm. that would lead to – enough playoff games to pay off any potential injury clauses they wanted to get in. Chris, you, you wrote about this a couple of weeks ago. I've talked to you about it. I want to bring it back up for those that maybe didn't hear our interview a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the, the, the second round picks, we've seen the Spurs draft and stash in Europe in the past. Uh, again, we, 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 we know that, again, uh, the, the, the Pels uh, have a plethora of second round picks. They have picks, uh, you know, again, uh, over the next few years. Uh, and then Trajan Langdon has, a uh, again, a keen eye and, and contacts with what's happening in Europe. Do you think they're going to draft and stash? And if you do, do, uh, do you, maybe some names of some players that might be on their radar. Yeah, I think they, they, they're going to have to look at draft and stash, even if they sell one of their picks. They've just got so many. I know that Trajan was over there scouting Michich. That's why everybody says we're going to trade with Oklahoma City because they own his rights. But it would not surprise me, and I've heard more than one person say it, Trading back in for Nikola uh, Jovich, bundling maybe a future first and those seconds we have, moving back into the back end of the first so we get that extra year of control on him, stash him one more year, then bring him over, and it, you might have another MVP t- type that you got in the back end of the draft like Giannis, Jokic. The Pelicans are really looking at him. I think while Trajan was over there, he did ask a few questions. Can't confirm it, but why not? While you're over there, just get a little bit more information on that fellow. And he he might really be worth giving up that future asset, maybe not a Lakers pick or that 2025 Bucks pick, but he'd be worth giving up a Pelicans pick because we're everybody believes that's going to be in the late, late first round. So why not bundle one in two years, trade it for the guy this year when he'll be able to help you six years from now once he gets done with his drafting stash year. What's the chance the Pels trade out of the eighth pick and go get a veteran? That one I'd put at two, three, maybe four percent. I actually think there's a bigger chance that they trade up for a Ivy or Murray than they trade back for a veteran 
even if it's like a Cam Johnson, because there's not really many options out there that make sense monetarily and asset-wise. They'd be great fits on the team, but they're not great fits on the salary sheet. You buying the Damian Lillard rumors? No, no. I think that's three different quotes all taken out of context and smashed together. I do not see Dame coming and linking back up with CJ in New Orleans. Final question for you. Uh, again, uh, it's the eighth pick. The Pels are sitting there. You're, you're, you're sitting next to David Griffin. You're going for the big man? I'm going for the big man. I've let him know it. There's so many guards out there. You, they got young. We're fine there. Go for the big man. Who do you think he'll go for? Honestly, I think he'll stick, and if Matherin's there, he'll take Matherin. Uh, okay. I, I don't see Sharp ever showing up back in New Orleans because, again, he canceled. That's like getting stood up on a date night. It, that that right. just strikes me as something the team does not like around because of the way they built the chemistry and the family and everything else David Griffin's put out about bringing in good character guys. That just doesn't strike me as the kind of guy you bring in as somebody who stands you up on the first date. Will they try to move Graham and, 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 and Temple in the draft, or will they wait until after the draft is cleared when they get into free agency? Uh, with Temple, you can always wait him, wait for the end. Uh, sure. Devontae Graham, I really feel like if he's traded, then you know that the team believes in Kyra. If they mm-hmm. keep Devontae Graham, and even if they draft a guard, no matter who they draft there, I think that that speaks more to maybe they know they're not going to be able to re-sign Nance and or they're going to trade Jackson. That's just how I see it, the the pecking order on those right. four. Tell us about everything you're involved in, Chris. Uh, again, from again Pelican Scoop all the way down. Yep, uh, moved over to SI's Pelican Scoop after a uh, few years with Forbes. Still got the uh, the five part series with all the vice presidents and the marketing and everything the Pelicans did to change the narrative around the team throughout the year. So we're over at Pelican Scoop with Kyle Mosley from the Saints beat, Terry Kimball. Trying to bring you all stuff every day. Got the Protecting Nest podcast coming back up. And we do, uh, uh, I kind of split the baby sometimes. If you go to Music Movies and Hoops, that's where you'll find the exclusive interview I did with uh, Trey Murphy 3 last year for Summer League. Mm-hmm. And when I'm out at Summer League uh, this year, most everything will be split between Music Movies and Hoops and PelicanScoop.com. Beautiful. And uh, by the way, Summer League right around the corner, right? July 9th. Oh, yeah. It's the first July 7th, the Pelicans will be on July 9th, ESPN2. The next two games will be NBA TV, and they'll finish up against the Lakers on ESPN2 a week after that. Always appreciate your time, my friend. Keep up the fantastic work. We'll check in with you after the draft to see again uh, your grade and what you thought about what the Pels did. Uh, appreciate you, Eric. Thanks for having me on. Always. Again, uh, Christopher Dotson, Pelican Scoop, and, of course, uh, Protect the Nest podcast. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, man, with these temperatures uh, over the next two weeks that are going to be so hot. If your AC breaks down, just remember Burkhardt. Uh, again, after our service is available, a Burkhardt, co- a Burkhardt um, employee answers the phone. Uh, one of their, again, uh, Nate certified technicians will be dispatched out to your home and your business to get you up and running. They are authorized to service all brands. If you're in the market for a new system, don't sign that contract with any company until you have Burkhardt at least come out and give you a price. Service after the sale, honesty, reliability, it's Burkhardt. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your side just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Progressive presents today's to-do list for your cat. Take a nap. Meow till I get food. Get food. Walk away from food. Move to couch. See human. Give cold shoulder. Take a nap. Meow till I get food. Your pet has a very busy schedule, so it's up to you to make sure they're protected. That's why Progressive Car Insurance covers your pets for up to $1,000 if they're ever in a car accident with you. Move to couch. Aggressively clean myself. Take a nap. Meow till I get food. Get coverage for your pets with anti-auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with a purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Welcome to the Everyday Hotel. You'll be on the second floor and your other room will be on the 14th. Wait, we asked for connecting rooms? These are 12 floors apart. We tried, ma'am, but technically they're only 11 floors apart. We don't have a 13th floor. (laughs) We can't be 11 floors away from our kids. I don't see a problem. Stuart! When you want separate rooms, but not that separate, it matters where you stay. Only Hilton offers confirmed connecting rooms at the time of booking. Hilton, for the stay. If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2213579. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Don't forget, Jeff Duncan joins me on the award Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Make sure you're in that number. I'm going to plenty of ways to catch the program broadcast on WLA-TV on Thursday. Uh, also live streaming on the WLA-TV uh, YouTube page. That's at 1 p.m. on Thursday. And then 6 p.m. On, on LA on Thursday night, 10 p.m. on The Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LA. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television on Saturday afternoon. Always at EricAsher.com. Always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Check out the award-winning Inside the Wall Sports this week with Jeff Duncan. I'm Eric Asher. Coming up next... Fletcher Mackle joins at 535. Thanks to Chris Dotson. We'll be right back after these messages. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill.
Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM NASH Icon. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, NASHFM106.1.com, EricAsher.com. Always you can take the show with you everywhere. And, of course, Anchor is our home base. Uh, our podcast is everywhere. But you can catch us on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher and you'll find it. Uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram is our uh, social media platforms. And uh, I want to thank Christopher Dotson for joining us in the first hour. Uh, we have um, Jeff Duncan uh, joining us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week, so check him out there. And, of course, uh, later on today's program, we have Fletcher Mackle joining us from Channel 6 Sports at 535. By the way, uh, uh, Gronk has retired once again. Uh, Gronkowski is not going to rejoin the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, with um, uh, with Tom Brady, at least right now, right? I mean, we, you never know. He may end up uh, he may end up jumping back in and and, and playing. Look, he, he played pretty well last year, considering, uh, even though again he was um, was injured. Uh, so again, we'll you know again no, you don't have to wanted to contend with him uh, in a Tampa Bay uniform. At least that's what it looks like um, uh, at this point. Uh, also, um, the uh, uh, we've talked a lot about the draft. So far, we'll continue that. Uh, I don't know how many people saw the pictures of Zion Williamson uh, that the Pels released today. Uh, the dude is cut. Okay, look, we know he's had a weight problem, right? Uh, but they've got him. They're showing him lifting, uh, doing, uh, going through his workout, uh, in still pictures now, not video. Uh, and you could see the weight loss, and you could see the muscle gain. Man, if if this continues with again without an injury. Um, he could be fierce, could be absolutely fierce this this upcoming season. So we'll see. Again, look, uh, the weightlifting's great. Uh, getting in shape is necessary, obviously. Again, for a guy that's had some issues with his weight, uh, but he's got to expand that game. He's got to be able to get in the gym and work on that work on that mid-range shot. I told you before, defense. It's about effort and energy. He's got to be a better defender this year. You know, he's got to be a ten rebound a game player. He was averaging seven. Look, the dude should fall out of bed and have 20 and 10. Okay, so, and especially with this team now, he doesn't need to score 27 points a game. There's a lot of scores on this on this roster now. Um, you know, he's going to get his. Uh, he's got to concentrate on defense, rebounding. He's going to score. He's going to be a guy that's going to be a focal point of the offense, there's no doubt. Uh, but, again, it's, you know, and, and with, when you have so many players now on this team that have, that again, that have, uh, you know, really good offensive games. Uh, it's not incumbent upon one player like it's been in the past to be able to carry the team. And that's the great thing about this Pelican team going forward. We'll talk more about that with Fletcher Mackle as he joins us at the bottom of this hour. They want to talk about Deshaun Watson, though. 
Uh, big story today in sports. He has settled 20 of the 24 lawsuits against him. Now, remember, he signed a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed contract with the Cleveland Browns. That, that gives him a $1 million base salary this year, okay, so that if the NFL was to come and, and want to uh, fine him and take salary away, the most they could take, again, would be, again, the, the money uh, going toward that, that, that $1 million base. Look, we've seen the Saints do this with some of their players as well, right? Rework deals so that the NFL can get their hands on all their money. Uh, and the, and the, the, the Cleveland Browns followed suit. Uh, it's $1 million this year, and then it's a $46 million base for the last four years of the contract. Wait, let me, let me say that again because he's going to get $46 million a year in years two, three, and four, and, uh, and five of the contract. Whew, man, that's a lot of money. But, again, look, he's a talented player. The problem is the off-the-field issues, which is one of the reasons why I did not want the Saints to be able to, to go out and sign him. Uh, there have been rumors of a severe suspension by the NFL as much as an entire season this year, okay? Um, there are still four victims who have not settled. Uh, there's a chance that they're holding out for their day in court, okay? Which, again, Watson nor the NFL wants to happen. And that, I believe both of those guys, both of those entities, rather, are on the, on the same page there. Uh, the NFL would like to see Watson settle these cases so they can close the book on the situation, dole out the suspension, and move on. They don't want this to continue to linger. Okay, but I said this when, when, when the Saints were, were all in on Watson. What happens if, not, if all the victims don't take the money and actually want their day in court, especially if they were upset because Watson got a pass from the criminal courts because they didn't have the evidence that he's a serial uh, sexual predator. Okay, they didn't have the physical evidence necessary to be, to be able to move forward. The civil court proceedings, again, okay, will expose all of Watson's behavior. You know, the 66 masseuse in, in 17 months, uh, those, guys, those individuals in a lot of cases coming off an Instagram account. Um, and then the, the NFL's got to be worried about the Texans' exposure here as well. Now, not so much from a, from a financial standpoint, but again, uh, aiding and abetting the situation. And, and, and for those of you that, that have not kept up with it, the Texans... Um, supplied, Texas Security supplied Watson with, again, non-disclosure agreements that he would have women sign before they started, the, again, the, uh, the, the massage, that anything that happened within that room could not be disclosed, okay? Uh, so that means Texas, Texas Security knew of the allegations that were out, knew what was going on, okay? They also, the club supplied him a hotel room at the, the, the famous Houstonian uh, hotel in Houston. Again, an, another mind-blowing deal. Wait, you've got wind that this, this guy is a sexual predator and he's not taking women back to his home? You're supplying him with a hotel room to do this? So, again, the, the Texans have some culpability in this as well. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, again, if this definitely this goes to um, civil court, and all this dirty laundry is out, okay, which, again, not only implicates Watson and what he did or was alleged to have done, uh, but also, again, what the Texans did and what seems like aiding and abetting and, again, how that plays out. Look, it was also reported last week that Watson and the NFL Players Association uh, would use the lack of punishment for Daniel Schneider, again, the, uh, the owner of the Washington Commanders, 
the uh, Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, and Stephen Ross, the, the owner of the Miami Dolphins. Again, Daniel Snyder, again, another serial predator uh, that, that, again, has been allowed to own an NFL team. Robert Kraft, obviously, again, uh, with, again, the, uh, the happy endings. And, and with, was, that, was that Super Bowl week? Uh, caught down in Florida at the massage parlor in a sting, and nothing ever happened to Robert Kraft, okay, at all. And then, of course, Stephen Ross uh, with, the, with, the, with the Flory's law, lawsuit of, again, uh, incentivizing his, his coach to be able to lose games. Uh, let me say this right now. We've discussed this on this program in the past about Schneider, Kraft, and, 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 and even, again, um, you can throw Jerry Jones in there as well, right? Jerry Jones with, with his situation off the field um, uh, and the lack of consequences there for, for, for their behavior. Look at double standards. No other way around it. No other way around it. It's double standards, okay? It's in double standards. First of all, Stephen Ross should have lost, it, lost it, the Miami Dolphins. Okay, and, and if ultimately if that happened uh, in, in Cleveland, as it's been alleged, same thing should happen again to, to, to the owner of, of the Cleveland Browns. That, again, that you actually put a clause in your contract to incentivize a coach to lose games because you want a better draft pick. Give me a break here, okay? That's number one. They should be out the league. Daniel Schneider should have been out the league a long time ago. There is so much overwhelming evidence that, again, that he is a sexual predator and, and the type of atmosphere that, again, that he had uh, that, that made it very, very uncomfortable for women to work uh, with the Washington football team at that time, the Redskins, then the club, and now the commanders. He should be gone. Should have been gone a long time ago. And the fact that he's put a roadblock up every time you turn around in terms of being able to get the information that's necessary for the NFL to move forth in their investigations. I mean, they threw Gruden under the bus, right? Uh, that came out of this situation, but again, Schneider's been untouchable, okay? And the other was Robert Kraft. I mean, look, we all know what happened because, again, that was a, that was a federal sting that, that, that went in there uh, at, at, the, at those massage parlors and busted those massage parlors, and nothing has happened to Robert Kraft. Zero. Zilch. So I would just say this. Double standards, you better believe it. It's always been that way in the NFL. And if, if Watson really believes that, that again, that going after or trying to be able to utilize the fact that there has been a lack of punishment for Snyder, Kraft, Ross, and even Jerry Jones, that's going to be his defense here? He's SOL, okay? Um, that's not going to save him from final suspension. He's going down. The main thing is the NFL is not a democracy. It's never been a democracy, okay? The owners don't play by the same rules as the players. The play, again, they make the rules. And then when they make the rules, again, they don't have to abide by those rules. And remember, Roger Goodell doesn't work for the players. Roger Goodell doesn't work for the fans. Roger Goodell works for the owners. And he works also, again, uh, at, at, at the pleasure of the owners as well, right? And he's become a very rich man doing it. So, you know, if that's going to be the defense that, that Watson's trying to do to get out of his suspension, <laughs> he's SOL. That's just the way it is. The bottom line is the NFL doesn't want to be part of this trial. Okay, they don't. They don't want. They want this thing to be put to bed. Okay, so that means if the last four women again, that, that uh, whatever the uh, defense for for the, uh, the the defense team for Watson has to do to try to cajole them or whatever to sign it to sign an agreement um, and to get this out of court, um, I'm sure that again the NFL wants that to happen. But I got to bring it back here, local man. This is a local show, right? It's unbelievable. Okay, who didn't see this coming? 
We talked about this on this program over and over again. It's unbelievable that, again, Loomis, with the years of experience that he has, as, again, at the top of the Saints, Dennis Lauscher, who, again, uh, you know, uh, grew up within the organization, who's a savvy guy, uh, Dennis Allen, who, again, I understand at the end of the day, all you want to do is win, and, and if you get a, you get a, 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 a you know, franchise quarterback, that's going to put you in a position to win for years to come. But even Mrs. Benson, who I've said over and over again, has done so, she has done more as an NFL owner, as an owner of, again, a major league franchise than any other woman in the position that she's in in terms of opening the door for women to be able to get involved in, in, in again, both the NBA and the NFL. But especially the NBA. Especially the NBA. And I said this when, the, when, when this flirtation was going on. You know, she's got a reputation to uphold here. She has opened the doors for women. And, of course, now it looks like, again, that you're willing to turn your back on women because this guy can throw a football. Uh, they were all in on this guy. Again, and, they, and they claim they did the investigation. When you did an investigation. You're blowing my mind here. Okay, the Texans gave him an NDA to give to women and a hotel room to use uh, as a place to commit some sexual assault. Mrs. Benson went to go see him twice, flew to, to Houston and flew to Atlanta. Okay, the entire front office, the head coach, owner, all were in on Watson. To say they dodged a bullet is an understatement. Okay, and to give, to give them a pass after having, again, a sexual predator in, in Darren Sharper that was part of this organization at one time, they know the ramifications. They understand this. They've been through it once. The good thing was that Darren Sharper was, was again, was, a, was retired when all this stuff went down. But still, you know, he was once on the team. They were willing to turn a blind eye because of the talent of Watson on the field, and I never was. Now, let me take that back. In the beginning, before we really knew what was going on, and, 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 and the possibility of bringing in this kid, I got excited. But then when I went and did the research, these, they have their own investigators, by the way. Okay? I'm, I, I'm, I'm on Google researching. I, I said, Ben, it's just too much. There's no way in the world that, again, that I want the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints coming off again Captain America, when you talk about Drew Brees, to again be accused of all, the, of all these sexual uh, assault allegations, which again is coming out to say he's, he is a sexual predator. Okay, and they turned a blind eye to this. Then there's the other thing that I don't get with Watson. Boy, and I don't know, understand what his counsel's doing right now. I understand maybe in the beginning they were trying to put up a face of saying I didn't do this. There's been no remorse for his actions at all. You've never heard him say he's sorry. Okay, he he has no remorse. Watson acts as if this is normal behavior when it's criminal behavior. Let me say this right now. He's lucky that none of the victims have physical evidence against him, he wouldn't just be looking at a suspension and loss of revenue. He'd be looking at jail time. So, you know, it is what it is. But, man, I tell you what, the entire fan base, the entire organization is lucky that uh, Cleveland came up with a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed contract because that that kept the Saints out of the situation. Again, this, 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 all this could be coming down on a daily basis on this team. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. Especially, again, with the losing Breeze, losing Peyton. And uh, this, was not the, this was not the long shot that you needed to go for. And that's been proven out. Just quickly, I want to touch on something because, again, we talk about what's happening in the city and, and, and the state. The mayor had a 45-minute pre, uh, press conference today. As I, as I said in the first hour, I commend her for that. 
I don't think she has enough of these press conferences where she allows, again, the media to ask her questions that are, you know, uh, that, that are not scripted, where, again, what you can ask, what you can't ask. Um, I will say this. Uh, Natasha Robin came out of the box asking about whether, uh, once again, whether crime is a crisis in the city of New Orleans, and, and, and the mayor refused to recognize that. She went on for six minutes with an answer, but would not come to, we're not saying, say, say that we have a crisis here in the city when it comes to crime. And that's just mind-blowing to me. Okay, that's spin. We all know it's a crisis. Now, we'll say that she gave her side about the story about the altercation in the women's bathroom. Uh, that there was a mother-daughter uh, situation where somebody, again, uh, had a knot on their head. She came in and, and, and went in as a peacemaker. Now, we saw how, again, this thing uh, escalated in the, in the bathroom. Look, forget all of that. She's the mayor of New Orleans. And this has been my point since day one. This is my point when she got into it with the heckler at the, at the Windsor Court Bar. It's my point when she goes into the women's bathroom and she, she, she inserts herself into, into a situation that is none of her business. She's the mayor of New Orleans. You have security. She said security was right outside the door. She should have went right outside the door and got security. Let security handle it at that point. Now, she gave a long, detailed explanation of what happened. At the end of the day, you're the mayor of New Orleans. Show some dignity to the office. Stay out of those situations. That's all we're saying. That's it. Period. The end. Whether, again, you were a peacemaker or not. Something, what happens if, again, this thing went awry and, and the mayor got injured? Okay? There's a lot of ways this could have went. Stay out of it. You're the mayor. You're not a private citizen. You're the mayor. Uh, she also spoke about billions of dollars uh, over a billion dollars of, of, of recovery money uh, that we know. Again, FEMA money, recovery money, the deadline is approaching. I don't know if you guys saw that in, 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 the, uh, in the Advocate uh, last week or not. Uh, I've talked about it on, on, on my previous programs. Um, look, we got we to, you had Nagin the first term. He didn't do anything, okay, I mean, in his second term. He didn't do anything, okay, when the money was coming down. Landrew took about two years in his first term to try to figure things out. Eventually, he got a plan together, but the plan was really starting to, to, to really, to really uh, start to get in, in, into, into motion by the time he was ready to get out of office. And, and then he got distracted by the statues. Then he got distracted by the opportunity to get on the, on, on the rubber chicken circuit, on, on the news, to be able to talk about the statues. He thought that was going to be his way into to, to, uh, to, uh, uh, being on the ticket with Biden, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it is what it is. There was a, a, a constant slowdown in terms of the spending the money. Cantrell's approach was, I see the, the deadline coming. I got to get out and spend as much of this money as I can, at least get these projects started. Uh, and, and at least we won't lose this money. The problem is that they didn't finish the projects. And we've seen this all over the city, right, where these projects get started. They, they don't, the, the, uh, the contractors don't come back for, for months at a time to be able to finish it. And people are more frustrated because they're, you know, they're, they're living in – it was bad before, but now they're living in areas where, you know, again, they have projects that have, that have been started but are unfinished. Uh, the mayor has said yesterday, today that, again, that she has asked for an extension. Uh, to, for, for, for the, uh, to be able to, uh, to, be able to, to finish these projects uh, and that she hopes that the, that the city will not lose the funding. I will say this. The congressional delegation has done the same thing. Every member of the congressional delegation has, again, uh, has, has gone to FEMA, has gone to the administration, asking again for an extension uh, because of the unprecedented damage and the unprecedented amount of, of work that needs to be done. And also that was a hiatus in some cases because of the pandemic. You add, again, the supply chain issues, 
uh, and trying to get uh, the the, uh, the equipment and 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 uh, the, the stuff that's necessary to get the job done. Uh, the, the the lack of some people not wanting to work anymore. Again, when you look at uh, you know hundreds of thousands of jobs and in terms of millions of jobs around around the country that are not being filled, uh, and that's been that's been part of the lag. The main reason why we had the lag is again we had four to five years where we were doing nothing, where it was planning or again not even paying attention, and that happened a lot within within the Nagin and the first couple of years of the Landry administration. But we are where we are. She also spoke about the uh, the stormwater um, storage system that they're trying to do with the city park lagoons. That would again would would take about nine inches of water out of Lakeview in a really really bad rain or hurricane type situation. Uh, remember, she had uh, she had blamed the Lakeview Lake, Lakeview leadership for that. In fact, again, city park and, and she says Lake Lakeview leadership are holding this up. So again, we'll see if we can get look. Where anyway, we have to learn to live with water. That's one thing I will agree with the mayor about. The one thing she came in to, to her office uh, and realized is a lot of these green water projects that were put in during the Landry administration uh, that, that, were, that were, uh, uh, were brought to the city, a lot of really good ideas about, again, storing uh, water uh, you know, underground, storing water in, in vacant lots, storing water in, uh, you know, uh, in, in, in lagoons like City Park, etc., you know, all these things are fantastic ideas, but we've been slow to be able to get them off the ground. And, uh, and that's been the biggest frustration for, for people who are living in the city right now who are dealing with flooding, again, after a simple rain. Because a lot of these projects are not completed. And, and we still have problems, obviously, with, within the drainage system, with, with, again, broken system or, again, clogged system uh, that, that continues because, again, we're filthy people. Okay, people want. I mean, you want to throw your refrigerator in in, in, a, in a drainage canal? What do you expect? You don't think it's going to block things? I mean, you know, that's just that's just New Orleans. And then the final thing, the final two things, is the forty-two million dollars in American Rescue dollars for the NOPD. We talked about this last week, right? For equipment retention, etc. She's uh, again. That's how she feels like she's going to solve the the, the retention problem uh, here in the city with the forty-two million. We'll see how that plays out. Okay. Uh, we've lost the best and brightest. We've lost veteran police officers. It will take a decade to be able to get the, the, the type of experience that we lost in this town. We have a very young and we have a very diverse police uh, department now, uh, but we don't have a very experienced police department, and that's part of the issue, and we don't have the numbers. When you're at 989 and expected to be at 800 in 2023, it's not enough cops. That's why I said from the beginning we need a posse to come in here and help. Golden Eagle is the cooperative between the Louisiana State Police and the NOPD to try to fight crime this summer. That happened last year. It was Golden Eagle 1. This is Golden Eagle 2. Hopefully, again, we'll, we'll see, again, a, a, a quick um, show of force uh, by Golden Eagle to be able to get these criminals off the street and keep them off the street. Okay? That, uh, now, one thing that I'm worried about is the uh, Louisiana State Police, even though it's a public agency, will not tell us how many cops they're, that they're sending down. Uh, and and that, that's unfortunate. They're, they're not coming forth with that. The NOPD has gone to 12-hour shifts. We know that's going to put more cops on the streets, okay? But is it enough? There has to be a show of force here. There has to be a show of, of again, showing the, the, the criminals that we can match you in terms of numbers now, and we're going to be aggressive in terms of policing. I think in order for that to happen, I've said before, you've got to get rid of the consent decree, and, and that has not happened as of yet. Also, I, I mentioned yesterday about the... Uh, Afro pick statue that was uh, placed in Lafayette Square, which is part of, again, as I mentioned, uh, a traveling uh, 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 exhibition. Um, 
This is going to happen uh, for the next few months, for the next few months uh, around the city. This happened to be of, uh, in honor of Juneteenth and also uh, also uh, the, the Essence coming in. Um, and I said I didn't have the price tag. Remember, it was a cooperative between Essence, the city, and, and also an- another group. $7.2 million is what the city is putting up for, for these statues, for these sculptures to be put up around the city uh, with this show. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. And I mentioned yesterday, I just felt like the, the Afro pick situation was, to me, there are so many accomplishments great accomplishments by, by African-Americans that, that, again, were born and raised here to African-Americans across the country, that if you were going to do a sculpture like that, do something that, that depicts that greatness. I just don't get the Afro pick. I don't. I don't get it. Now, maybe some people do, but I just don't get it. To me, if, I, if I'm going to, for Juneteenth and, and for Essence, I'm going to honor, again, the, the contributions of African-Americans uh, to, to this country, uh, I'm, I'm putting something out there that, that again, uh, w- w- would show that. I'm not doing, you know, the Afro pick, but it, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by Fletcher Mackle. We'll jump back in the NBA. We'll talk about the Saints, all that coming up. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory Airline, and Metairie. It uh, doesn't matter where you live, folks. If you're looking for the best selection of tires in the metropolitan area, you got it. Okay, something that fits everyone's budget. Uh, wheels and tires up to 30 inches, and financing is available. When it comes to your vehicle, whether, again, it's a fleet account or, again, your your own personal vehicle, it's out of warranty, and you're looking for a shop you can trust, trust Southern Tire. Again, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Tony Piazza Sr., Tony Piazza Jr., his wife, his daughter, all work there. The mechanics that have been at Southern Tire, in some cases, have been there over a decade. Okay, it's a family-owned and operated business. Same exact diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you get at Southern Tire. And, of course, you got the Piazza standing behind all their work. Uh, Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the services they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where maybe you can troubleshoot what's going on with your vehicle. It's Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Fletcher Mackle's next. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From curbside and next day delivery on over 160,000 auto parts to getting involved with the local communities. That's Napa Know How. 10 westbound, your delays are heavy from Orleans to City Park. Your delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid on 10 eastbound for more leans to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, delays are steady right at Canal Boulevard. If you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side, delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling on the eastbound side along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays stretch from Terry Parkway to the Claiborne Earhart exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. If you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, backups are solid from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. 
Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Handled. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. And now, a no-frills ad sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Here it is. You can save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. That's it. See? Just a good old-fashioned, straightforward ad. See if you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or Progressive.com. Hey folks, sign a service agreement with Burkhardt. I'll give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning and heating system. Here's some of the benefits. Burkhardt will contact you to let you know when it's time to schedule that fall or winter or spring or summer inspection on your air conditioning heating system. You'll get priority, priority scheduling. If you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line for service. And, of course, a 10% discount on demand emergency service. Uh, because Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your system, 
Uh, it'll reduce your energy bills. It'll prolong that equipment life. And, of course, it'll work safely. And, uh, look, John's always told me that, you know, the fall and winter inspections are, are, are the, the fall and winter inspections are about safety. Uh, you know, you're running your, your heater, your furnace, etc. You want to make sure, again, that that's been inspected and it's been cleaned properly. Uh, for the spring and summer inspection, that's about the longevity uh, of your air conditioning system. So it's working efficiently during, again, the hot summer months where, you know, that, that it, it would rarely cut off. I mean, depending on, again, how you like the temperature in your home or, or your business. So, again... Uh, uh, if you're uh, if you're in the market for uh, for a, a service agreement on your system, reach out to Burkhart. Allow them again to, to be able to uh, monitor uh, your system and uh, to keep it rolling. And I mean, again, preserve the life of that system as well. That's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, do we have Fletcher? Okay, Fletcher Mackle, Channel Six Sports. I like to say New Orleans own joins us on the program. Fletch, how you doing, bud? I am doing well, Eric. Thanks for having me. Always good. Fletch, um, draft on Thursday night. Let's start there. Um, if you're in the room with David Griffin, he turns and says, Fletch, man, look, you're, you're the master of, 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 again, the trade machine. Uh, who, I'm giving you a chance to give your input. Who would you take at eight? <laughs> I like this fantasy world you've created, by the way. Yes, um, I know you do. I knew you would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I would say I would be perfectly happy with four players that were there. And it would be Dyson Daniels, the guard, the combo guard out of Australia, Benedict Matherin, the, the, the wing player out of the University of Arizona, um, Jeremy Sohan, the forward out of Baylor, and then kind of the, the international man of mystery, if you will, uh, Usman Jang who's from right. France and played in the Australian League last year. I would probably, if you, if all things considered, all four of those guys were available, and all four of those guys are not going to be available, but if all four of them were available, I would probably take Dyson Daniels and Matherin because I think that, you know, Matherin could come in right now. I mean, you look at his highlights from the University of Arizona, and he was just a bucket getter, one of the better shooters in the draft, and I don't think this team can – can, can find enough shooting around Zion and B.I., who's a little bit more of a mid-range guy, Herb Jones, who's not an offensive player, um, Alvarado, who's a defensive player. So Matherin probably, if he's there, no-brainer. Even though he didn't work out in New Orleans, because I'm told his people don't want him coming here because they're afraid there's, there's too much depth here, they would rather he go to Detroit, uh, Indiana, uh, you know, maybe Portland, where he could find more minutes right away. Um, I, I would say Matherin would be my number one, but he could go as high as five to, to Detroit. Then mm-hmm. Dyson Daniels, because I think you're looking at a player that played in the G League this year, so he's had a year of professional experience. And given the fact that he's a six foot seven combo guard wing player, you could play him at the one, the two, or the three. And I think he could find some minutes immediately as a rotational player for you. So those are my one and two, but I think they're both going to be gone. So I think you start looking at Sohan and Jang, and I think you're going to hear a lot about those two guys because they should be available at eight. Do you move back for those guys? I mean, I've looked at all these mock drafts like you do. A lot of those, a lot of those players are again uh, in, in 12, 13, 14. That's where they're slotted. Do you stay at eight and and and, and just take the player that you like again? If that it would be one of those players, or do you move back and try to pick up some assets? So if you like one of these guys. 
I think you just take them at eight. You don't move back just to move back. Like, there has to be a real reason and some real incentive to move back. Now, let's just say Washington, for example. Washington's at 10. If Washington says we got to get in front of San Antonio because we think the big man, Jalen Duran out of Memphis, is going to San Antonio at nine, well, if you're the Pelicans and you like Sohan and Jang, and you only have to move from eight to 10, and you can pick up a player like Contavious Caldwell Pope and maybe move off of Garrett Temple and Devontae Graham, if Washington gave you Contavious Caldwell Pope in pick 10, and you were able to give Washington Devontae Graham, Garrett Temple, and pick eight, that's a deal that I think they would do. And mm-hmm. say we got a three and D veteran in, in Contavious Caldwell Pope, and we still get one of the two guys we really like. And, we, and so we picked up an asset. We cleared guys that don't have a role for us anymore. And we got better in the immediate impact of it and for the future with, with a guy like Jang or Sohan. I, I can't see him going back to 12 just to do it and losing out on both of those guys and then saying, oh, no, Jeng went nine and then the Mm -hmm. Knicks took Sohan at 11 and we're at 12 and we move back and we don't get a guy we like. So would they move back? Yes. But I I don't know how far they would move back. I I think they like Jeng from what I'm told and I think they like Sohan. And so I, I, I don't know if they'd move back to the point of losing those guys. That being said, let me point this out. Last year, to move two guys that didn't fit and to pick up a veteran player, you have to realize, last year, the Pelicans were picking 10. They moved pick 10, Stephen Adams, in the deadweight deal of Eric Bledsoe to get Jonas Valanciunas in pick 17. So they got a veteran player that fit them, and they took pick 17 and turned it into Trey Murphy, and they gave up pick 10 and two guys that didn't fit them. I, I could see a move back. But again, I don't know how far back they go. I, I just, I've been told that they like four guys. And, and again, I just kind of outlined who those four guys are. Yep. And I don't know if, if those guys all get to 12. Do you see a scenario where they move up? And if so, who would you think would be the target? Well, I think Jaden Ivey would be a target because you could play him right next to C.J. McCollum right now and say we got a guy who could be the next John Morant. And uh, look, one, two, and three, barring something that no one at any level, national, local, NBA people, one, two, and three in some form or fashion are going to be Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, and Paolo Bencaro. Then four is Jaden Ivey. The Kings are picking four, though, and they're a crazy organization, and he doesn't want to go there. And they say they don't want guys that don't want to be there. So, you know, that could be a spot the Pelicans could trade up to, but I don't know if the Pelicans have what Sacramento is looking for. I also don't know if the Pelicans would deal with Sacramento, given the fact that Sacramento has good pieces and, and they want to be a playoff team. New Orleans is a playoff team and wants to remain a playoff team. So I don't know if they have a deal to get up to four. Detroit's picking five. They would take Jaden Ivey in a heartbeat. They would never trade that pick. Indiana's picking six. I'm not sure they would move off the pick. Keegan, Keegan Murray would be a great pick for the Pelicans, but I, don't, I think Indiana would take him in a heartbeat. So I don't see how they move up. They're, it's just hard to see a move up the board because the teams in the top three are not giving up those three picks. So they're not moving into the top three. And then four, five, and six, it's hard to see those teams. What do the Pelicans offer them that makes them want to move back anywhere between you know, three to five spots? I, I just don't see it. 
Fletch, what about the Jonathan Genovi's um, uh, article recently about Cam Johnson uh, being dangled that they want, uh, that Phoenix might want to get into the top ten? Um, uh, your, your thoughts on Johnson? Your thoughts on whether the Pels may be interested in making that move? I, I think that that sounds great for Phoenix. You know, Phoenix is dealing with some salary cap issues because they've been good, or I shouldn't say salary cap issues, but salary issues, luxury tax issues. Salary cap is more of a football term. Um, but uh, I could certainly see Phoenix saying, hey, we like Cam Johnson, and he's a solid player, and he's still got a lot of upside, but he, he's going to be expensive next year. He hits a contract year next year. And so they could be looking certainly at a top-10 pick because then they, they then have that rookie on a four-year deal uh, at cheap labor, so to say, for a team that's really good but that is getting really expensive. So if you're Phoenix, you love that deal. But if you're the Pelicans, do you value Cam Johnson more than you value Yusman Jang or Jeremy Sohan? Because realize this, starting next year, the Pelicans are going to get more expensive once Zion's extension yes. kicks in. So I don't see that being a deal that New Orleans would do unless maybe Phoenix really sweetened it with some additional picks to make it worth New Orleans as well. I think that's a creation from – you know, teams playing the media against each other mm-hmm. now are floating things out there to kind of test the water, so to say. I- I'm not saying I don't like Cam Johnson. He was a nice player in the playoff yep. series against the Pelicans. But I-, I think that sounds like a deal that benefits Phoenix more than it does the Pelicans right now. Yeah, when I talked about it earlier, I, I said that it- they'd have to – and they- look, they don't want to do They're trying to shed – they're trying to shed um, – um, uh, salary. They have to get a third team involved, and maybe again taking Garrett uh, Temple and um, and Devontae Graham's uh, contract off the uh, hands of the Pels before you yeah, and look, let me say think this. about that. You're right. That, not to interrupt you, but you're 100 percent right. If the Pelicans could move Devontae Graham and Garrett Temple and take Cam Johnson and give up pick eight and get future picks from Phoenix, then I would say okay, fine, because you've moved off of Graham's money and Temple's mm-hmm. money. But that would have to be a three team deal. If it was a one for one. There's no yeah. way the, the Pelicans are going to take, and there's no way that Phoenix would want back Devontae Graham's money and, and, and Garrett Temple's money. They're looking to just get off of Cam Johnson's money and get a pick. So, yeah, you're right. If it's a three-team deal, then it could be workable, but uh, a, a deal on the surface between those two teams is hard to see. Pels, I want to switch from the Pels to the Saints with about uh, four minutes left. Um, just your impressions of, of mini camp OTAs. What did you take away from it as again they get this break before they go to training camp at the end of July? Yeah, I thought it was great. I think people are sleeping on the Saints. I think Dennis Allen is a really great defensive coordinator. I, I hope he's a great head coach. I think he's got the chance to be a really great head coach. Um, this team, I think, is loaded on paper. I mean, the games aren't played on paper, but the team is loaded on paper, and I think people are sleeping on them too much. I can make an argument that the that they are the third, fourth, or fifth best team in the NFC, and in, in not bad an eye thinking that. So uh, again, um, I'm curious to see, you know, how does Jameis look once training camp starts? How does Jameis look once preseason games start? I again, I I think the Saints are going to be a playoff team this year. I see parallels between. San Francisco last year. San Francisco was loaded at everywhere. They had a good enough quarterback. They got into the playoffs, and they were in the NFC Championship game. I can see the Saints making a similar type run, getting into the playoffs, and once they're there, they can compete with anybody and and have a chance to make a run. I think that people saying seven, eight wins, uh, I think that is very low by the Las Vegas oddsmakers. 
I agree with everything you just said. Uh, battles you'll be looking for in training camp. Look, one of the biggest ones, maybe the biggest one, is left tackle. Um, James Hurst has been a really good backup for this team for two years. He's played both tackle positions. He's a solid starter. But you did just draft a guy who's a quote-unquote stud that it, it seems ready to play. Um, so I'm curious to see if it's Trevor Penning or if it's James Hurst because James Hurst can slide right back into a backup role. So I'm, I'm excited to see that battle. Um, I, I'm excited to see how some of this, defensive line rotation shakes out. I, I think that obviously David Onyemata is a really good interior lineman, but they've got a lot of pieces they can play next to him. I'm curious to see which one of those guys step up as far as the defensive end position goes. Look, we know Cam Jordan's entrenched, but you've got you know Marcus Davenport who has teased us with his potential. Will this be the breakthrough year? They've got Peyton Turner who was injured last year. They still have Tano Pazignal. So I'm curious to see the battle at that defensive end position and who gets the majority of those snaps. Um, And then really at wide receiver, I know that the position as a whole has been so upgraded, but who is the guy? Is Michael Thomas still the guy after missing almost all of two seasons with injury? Is Chris Olave going to step up and be the number two guy, or is he going to be number three? Does Jarvis Landry have enough tread on the tires to rise up and be a one-two or is he going to be the three? So I want to see how those guys work and where their catches come from as well. And then at tight end, which is kind of the great unknown right now, look, Adam Troutman, I hope, steps up in year three. Not that he's been a bad player, but he hasn't quite emerged like I think they hoped. Um, and then you still have Nett, Taysom Hill's going to be more of a full-time tight end. So those are some of the things I think we'll all be looking at. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to training camp, and I'm, I'm right there with you. Fletcher, you guys got, got, got for us on Channel 6 Sports, where you're covering, and, of course, any um, uh, what's happening with, uh, with your blog as well as how folks can follow you on social media. Yep, I, uh, social, my go-to is Twitter, at FletcherWDSU. I just posted a Pelicans column mock draft about what I think they could do in the draft, and we are doing a ton of Pelicans this week. Pelicans, and then on Friday, the Manning Passing Academy. Beautiful. Thanks, as always, for your time, my friend. Certainly appreciate it. We'll check in with you soon. All right, Eric. Thank you. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports. Great job. Great job, as always. All right, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC breaks down. They're there. A lot of people are telling you they come and they'll be there. They'll be there. Uh, especially, again, uh, you look at the, uh, the, the, the hot, really hot next couple of weeks that we've got. Again, if you are looking for a company you can trust, doing only the work that's necessary, would never gouge you, never cheat you, has the ability to work on all systems on the market, it's Burkhardt. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. Go with a company I've trusted for decades. It's Burkhardt. That's ACPromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opperville. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. 
Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. It's getting hot out there, but Untucket has you covered with the coolest shirts made to beat the heat. From sweat-wicking performance button-downs to wrinkle-free polos that resist pesky creases, Untucket shirts are designed to be worn untucked, so they keep you looking sharp and feeling comfortable when the heat is on. Headed to the beach or a barbecue, Untucket shirts are the perfect choice. This summer, keep your cool in Untucket shirts designed to be worn untucked. Use code SUNSHINE for 20% off your first purchase at Untucket.com or at over 80 stores. Carla's retiring early next month. We're all going to have to learn to pick up the slack. The dessert-making role at Sawyer's Restaurant, deserted. They need a new pastry chef who can souffle like it's a piece of cake. Come on, guys, we've got a line out the door. How much longer for those croissants? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com credit. Terms and conditions apply. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Imagine this. You've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? At Dully DeBosier, that call is free, and we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dully DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13578. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I want to thank Fletcher Mackle. Also, again, Christopher Dotson for joining us on the program today. Appreciate their contribution. I want to thank Rudy back at studio, as always, for producing uh, the show. And, of course, I want to thank all of our great sponsors who sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors sponsor our program. Uh, I thank you, you the listener, because, again, you support those sponsors. Thank you for their support. 
Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, the sponsors appreciate it. And, of course, again, a lot of these sponsors have been with me for 20 years. So, you know, they don't stick around unless, again, they're, they're getting something, uh, you know, out of it. And that means, again, that means your business. So thank you again for supporting those sponsors. And, again, thanks to those sponsors who, again, uh, been with us, whether it's the, some of the newer sponsors or those that have been with us 20 years. Hey, we thank each and every one of them and appreciate, uh, again, them being part of our program. Also, again, tomorrow it uh, is um, – uh, Katie's Day, so again, uh, it'll be uh, the Katie's Family of Restaurants. We'll have Sean Mazan and also celebrity chef Scott Craig uh, joining us on the show. So looking forward to having those guys on. Jeff Duncan Jones is on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Looking forward to having Jeff back on the show. And looking forward to hearing you, uh, seeing you guys tomorrow at 4 o'clock as we kick it all off again for another edition of Inside New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Podcast will be up at about 20 after. Jude Young is up next. I'm Eric Asher. You listen to Inside New Orleans uh, until tomorrow, four o'clock, from the dog catcher the governor. That includes the mayor. They all gotta go. We ain't gonna lose no more without a fight. Better-